Welcome to the Mr. Vincent Podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Vincent, and we are one day away from the big game. Yes, Super Bowl 54, Niners versus Chiefs. It should be a classic. I damn sure hope it is because I hate blowouts and I hate boring games in the Super Bowl. Um, So it's only right that I did chop it up with the homie E's for this one. Um, We talked about, um, you know, the outcome, um, the defense of the Niners. Of Chiefs' prolific offense and interesting storylines, and also gave our predictions on the final score of the game. So, this was a good one, um, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, there's no news to get into right now, so we can actually jump into it right now. Here it is the Mr. Vincent Podcast, episode 29. Enjoy. for the big game i well i don't know um i would i was but kind of after the whole kobe thing that just kind of put like a big damper on everything for me i'm just like i'm not i'm not as in, in, into it as i usually would be yeah man same here man yeah, that's just tough me all week uh that still seems surreal and then last night we did the ceremony for him at the uh the lakers uh, game in la that's crazy yeah, I couldn't even watch that. I was just uh, that that was that, that that whole thing is just was just sad, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, man. I mean, I was even thinking, you know what? I think I really should have been to Miami, like just for the Super Bowl, because you know, I got family out there. Would have been able to stay somewhere for free. But at, at that, at that what, what, what happened to Kobe? I wouldn't be able to have fun out there if I was in Miami. Yeah, it's like honestly, like like I probably I probably was more on the Kobe being being the villain more than anything, but I still respected him for his game and he was just a a big inspiration when I was a kid. Like I was always like not nah, Kobe's you know, the Kobe versus Vince days, the Kobe or T Mac days. Like I was like, nah, Kobe's the guy. Um but yeah for him to go out like that, that that sucks. Yeah, it definitely does, man. And all good, all prayers out to the families who are affected too. Because like, well, him, his yeah. daughter, I guess, like, yeah. lots of lives. Yeah, that's that's the one that really gets you. It's the kids, man. They didn't even get to live their lives yet, man. Yeah, it's only thirteen years old. She had a lot of promise too on the basketball court, and, and I'm sure she would have done something else after too. Yeah, man, it's a shame. It's a real shame. Hopefully, uh, uh, people just take the lessons and uh, learn from them, and grow from them, and move on. Yeah, all you're going to do at this point is just, you know, continue to have faith. If you Whatever religion you believe in, uh, pray. Just keep moving forward. Absolutely. That's Kobe wants to do, but want people to do. <clears throat> for sure, for sure. Amen. So, like, um, so far, like, this is a small. You got two opposites, the best defense to get the best offense. Now, usually, you people still think that the best defense has the upper hand. Do you think that, that, that that's the case in this Super Bowl? No, um, I think pretty much it comes. It's going to come down to Patrick Mahomes. Um, Patrick Mahomes is playing the game at about as high as a level we've ever seen, and I think a quarterback has more effect on the game than anything else. Um, I would say, I would say, um, maybe they would have had maybe a better chance if it was the Kansas City unit from last year. Um, but they took the unit from last year, 
with Tyreek Hill and uh, Travis Kelsey. They added basically the second fastest receiver in in football, and McCole Hardman. And yeah. that that trio, you know, you're talking about a three deep. They're about as good as it gets. They're about as fast as it gets. And it's just like, how do you stop them? I mean, it's a tall order. Um, so I don't think, I don't think the that defenses that defenses are going to have the upper hand at all. Hmm. Okay. Now, I mean, so, so throughout the media, um, we uh, a lot of people, critics, um, well, media members are saying that um, the Chiefs kind of seem full of themselves, a little cocky. You think that that can come back to possibly bite them in the Super Bowl? Or, um, yes, yes and no. I mean, we've seen it before where offenses have been kind of all-time great, and people talking about slowing them down, and um, they've kind of scoffed at it. But I think, I think the the hype with the Chiefs is real. Um, it's you're talking about. You got a, you know, Andy Reid is very much a coach who, who excels at getting his uh, his players in space, and they have a quarterback who can hit them, hit them pretty much anywhere they are on the field, and they've got guys who have incredible speed. So, I think I think um, they have an absolute, an absolute, an absolute reason to be confident. Um, I wouldn't expect anything less. Yeah, I mean, I was reading some articles um, from the Ringer um, this morning. It was talking mm. about like um, there was one article in particular that had a possible for a possible four possible outcomes of the game, like how they're gonna end with a possible score. And one of them was interesting, which I'm not sure. I believe that this will happen. That it will be a close game, like it's gonna be like a really close game, like a wire to wire game. And then they were saying that they think that that. Um, Kansas City, I mean, not Kansas City, San Francisco can make a, a defensive play, a strip sack, and then have the game turn in their favor, win by, like, three points. I don't I don't think that that game has that feel. I think whoever wins, it's going to be at least by ten points. Um, That's not – I mean, don't get me wrong. I feel like the, the, the Chiefs are going to win this game, and ultimately um, I think it will come down to Mahomes, and Mahomes uh, will, uh, will be the uh, – um, the deciding factor in the game, uh, but I do think the game is going to be close. The the 49ers are a really complete team, um, and what people are sleeping on, Kyle Shanahan is a great play caller, a great play caller. And, yes. Um, the night, and you know, people are talking about just you know the Niners. All they did was run the football in the previous two games in the playoffs, which is true. Um, that doesn't mean that they can't. They can't throw the football when they need to. They, I, I, I fully believe that that the the 49ers are going to be able to keep up um, with the Chiefs. I don't. I feel like between the running game and getting George Kittle involved and all the misdirection that they're gonna that they're gonna see from the 49ers. I think the 49ers are gonna definitely score their fair share of points. I think I think a good amount of points are gonna be scored this game. Um, I think it'll be close, and I think it'll be go down, go down to the wire. Hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I, 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 it's realistic. I just don't see it happening. Like, I feel like if the Chiefs are going to win, it's going to be they're going to they probably won't blow them up. I said probably like ten points, and I feel like the Niners would be the same thing too. This game, this game, um, just doesn't have that feel to it for me. So you don't think a lot? Of, now a lot of people are comparing this um this matchup to what year was it? Twenty fifteen. 
2016, no, 2015. Well, was it 2013 when the uh, Broncos played the Seahawks and the Seahawks and the Broncos had that prolific offense and then they just got ran out in the Super Bowl? See, the, I mean, I've seen I've seen people making that comparison, and the comparison doesn't gel. Here's the thing: um, what a lot of people didn't realize in in um, in 2013, Peyton Manning's arm was shot. He could not throw deep. He couldn't do it. He um, <laughs> he did, the zip on his ball was was already gone. What they were doing, what he was, what what, what the Broncos essentially were. It was him getting the ball um, into in his into his receiver's hands extremely quickly, and then being um, run after the catch studs. But what happens is they came up against the Seahawks defense, and the Seahawks defense um, they they tackle and they take away the they take away deep the deep ball. So it's so I fully saw that coming. I, f- I fully expected the Seahawks to win that game. Did I expect them to blow them out as badly as they did? No. Um, but if you take out Peyton Manning, you put Patrick Mahomes in that game, you get a completely different outcome. Patrick Mahomes can throw the ball 60 yards downfield on a rope. Peyton Manning could barely throw the, could throw the, barely throw the, could barely throw like a deep out. He, he didn't, it's completely different. It's you're comparing like apples and oranges. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and again, like again, Peyton Manning, not the the world class athlete that Pat Mahomes just can extend plays like him. Um, does it have the the world class receivers that he has? Like I said, that's probably been the fastest receiving core in the history of the league. Fair to say? Um, I I wanted to, I wanted to say say that I would say we were talking as as far as speed goes, they're probably the fastest ever. Yeah. And then and then when you add um a, a mobile piece like Travis Kelsey, that's such a mismatch. That's like an embarrassment of riches. That's 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 yeah. That's one of the all time all time great like passing passing rosters that, that you've seen in the league so far. Yeah. Now I'm not. I know San Francisco is plays a lot of zone. I'm not sure if that can hold up in this football game. They might have to go to man coverage. Um. Here's the thing. So a lot of people will talk about Patrick Mahomes tears up zone. He does. Um, I think his pass ratings over a hundred um, against zone coverage. But the thing is, his pass coverage is yeah. Um, his passer rating is over a hundred against man coverage as well. So either way you slice it, he he's gonna he's he's gonna he's gonna carve you up. Um, I think for the most part that the the Niners need to just stick with what they do best. Um, they I do think they need to try to be as they do, they do need to try to disguise their coverages as best as possible, but mm-hmm. they basically, for the most part, they're going to play, I think for the most part, they're going to play a lot of uh, cover three, cover four. Um, the biggest thing is trying to limit the big plays, and um, if they can do that, I feel like the, the, the Chiefs are going to start going east and west and try to get the ball, get the ball into their playmakers' hands and when that happens, the 49ers got to be ready to tackle. If they if they tackle, um, they can stay in the game. If they're missing tackles all over the place, it's a wrap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you're missing tackles, it, you, it against this team, giving them a, a chance to extend plays and, and, and gain more yardage, it's going to be a long yeah. night. I mean, you think about it with Tyreek Hill, um, McCole Hardman. Um, you miss you miss a tackle. You're talking about the difference between. 
uh, eight yard gain and like a sixty yard gain with those guys. And then Sammy Watkins, he's no slouch himself. Like it's 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 crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So I mean, I'm thinking like the um that the, the Niners are gonna really have to make a concerted effort to get to him early, um to agitate him in the pocket, because what that, that's gonna affect the secondary. Um, but I'm just not really sure. I, I I've seen like Pat Mahomes this year just do pull like rabbit out of his hat, um all season long, and I just don't think that uh, I think that there's, there's no defense that will throw him off the rocker, even as prolific as this putting out of defense. I mean. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, I almost feel like if you want to beat Mahomes, you got to build your defense back to front, kind of like uh, how Bill Belichick did with, you know, he'd make a serious investments in the secondary. Um, the thing with the, the 49ers defense this season is they haven't been, they, they're basically average, um, if not worse, when it comes to getting to the passer on early downs. First and second down, they haven't been anything special. Where they've been um, exceptional is on third down, and Mahomes has been great on third down, um, especially when it comes to him scrambling and picking up first downs. I mm-hmm. think it's definitely – it's definitely. I don't know what Robert Sala is going to pull out of his hat, um, but he's got to find a way to get those guys going um, earlier than usual. Uh, I just don't see it happening. I feel like it's one of those things where um, people have been talking about, like, you know, the, the Chiefs need to find a way to run the football, um, even though they haven't really been excelling at that lately. I don't I don't think that's the case. I feel like they're, they should just go – just throw the football and tire those pass rushers out, make them chase Patrick Mahomes around all game long. And then in the third and the fourth quarter, they'll start to get gassed. I mean, we saw it like in 2014 um, when the Patriots played um, the Seahawks, you know, they had a great pass rush as well. And then and, and in the beginning of the game, it, it was shown and proven. But then as the game started to go, go on and Brady had been thrown, had been been, been dropping back so many times, those pass rushes, they started to to slow down. I mean, it's just it's it's it never it's never on the the defense's side when it comes to when it comes to the offense running a ton of plays because it just takes way more effort to rush the passer than it takes to block. True, true. Yeah, that's it. That's interesting. So now, so I think you brought up uh, you bring up Jimmy G a little bit. Um, now, obviously, there's no match. There's no matchup between that matchup between Jimmy G and uh. Pat Mahomes, no contest. But at the same time, you can't expect Jimmy G to only throw the ball eight times in this game and to actually win this game if you're the 49ers. Would you, would you say this? Would you think that's the case? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, even – I don't think – even if they were having a great a great day running the football, we all know that Patrick Mahomes eventually is going to put points on the board. It doesn't matter – when it can happen, I don't care if you're setting him down for three whole quarters. He can he can catch up in in just a few minutes in the fourth. It doesn't matter. So um, Jimmy G is going to have to make some plays. I do think he can make plays. He's shown himself to be clutch. Um, again, Kyle Shanahan's a good play caller. I think um, they're going to they're going to they're going to pull some pull some things out of this sleeve that. Um, uh, Steve Spagnuolo hasn't seen. 
Um, I think I think I think the the playoff run that they've had so far is um, really good for them because all they had to do was run the football and they didn't have to use Jimmy G all that much. So they don't really have that much playoff tape on Jimmy G and what the passing offense would do. Oh yeah. So I think I, I think um, Kyle Shanahan is going to pull out some wrinkles. Um, that are gonna give that's gonna give the Chiefs defense some problems, and I think um, I think they'll be fine throwing the football and you know having a mix of running the football and throwing it. Um, I'm I'm very very curious to see how they'll uh, get George Kittle involved, and if we if we're gonna see some uh, Debo Samuel splash plays as usual. Um, that um that George Kittle uh. Terran Matthew matchup is definitely going to be interesting and it's going to be one to watch. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Now, if, I mean, if you're a 49ers fan, you can look at that. You can you can feel optimistic um, regarding Jimmy G in the sense that when he has been called upon this year, he pretty much has came through. Big example of that was that game in uh, New Orleans when that pretty much helped them secure the number one seed in the, in the season. When he made the big throw, especially that big throw to Kittle, that's at the field goal. So, I mean, you can look at it like that too, I guess. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I think some of the, the knocks on Jimmy G are a bit overblown. Uh, I think people are, one, just holding him to the standard of, like, Tom Brady, which makes no, doesn't really make any sense to me just because he's a far younger player. And <laughs> I, I also think that the 49ers just didn't really have the personnel to really accentuate his talents until they got um, Emmanuel Sanders, um, until they traded for Emmanuel Sanders midseason. And then all of a sudden, you started to see um, uh, Jimmy G um, blossom a little bit. I mean, he started to, and he, he started to become um, a much better passer and throw less interceptions. Um, I think I think he's going to be I think he's going to be fine. Um, I I definitely trust him in this game. Do I think he's better than Patrick Mahomes? No. <laughs> um, but he's not playing. He's not playing Patrick Mahomes. He's playing in the Chiefs defense, and I think um, he's. They have more. He has a pretty complete uh, team around him on offense to to get the job done. Yeah, I mean he does. It's gonna be interesting. Right, but uh, let's take a quick break, and then we can come back and talk more. All right, let's wrap up this Super Bowl preview. It resumes now. All right, so um, yeah, there's a lot of interesting storylines in this Super Bowl. Any anyone that stick out to you? Um, so the big ones for me, I would say probably um, what 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 the uh, Chiefs are going to do with uh, Tyrant Matthew on defense. He's he's had a kind of resurgent season. He made All Pro this year. Um, they use him all over the place. You know, he'll he'll be in the box sometimes. He'll come down and be like a slot corner. Um, he'll be a free safety. Um, I think um, that I think they're going to be matching him up with George Kittle. Um, so a lot of people would say that's a big size mismatch, and it is. But when you're talking about um, you're talking about a great, great. A, the, when it comes to Tyron Matthews' technical skill, it's it's up there, and he's got a amazing, amazing football IQ and play recognition. So, 
I'm really curious to see um, that matchup, um, whether or not they they use that matchup to run behind George Kittle and just have him put his hands on on Matthew and block. Um, also, and and again on the other side of the football, I think the X factor for for the for the the Chiefs is uh, Travis Kelsey. Um, he's kind of the guy that they like to move all over the formation and. Um, he's not the blocker George Kittle is, but he's really athletic. You can, you can take handoffs. He can do end arounds. You can put him in the slot. You can put him outside the numbers. Um, it's just, it's a, it's going to be interesting how they use him because um, the cover three is very much, very much, very much vulnerable when it comes to, to tight ends who can, uh, uh, work the middle of the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll probably go with the uh, matchup. It's a tight end position. You, the two best tight ends by far in the league, um, Kittles and um, Kelsey. You got one that's more of a complete tight end with Kittles' ability to block, but but Kelsey Kelsey's right there with him and, and is really good in his own coverage um, and getting the job done. It's a, re- a reliable uh, resource for Mahomes. So that's going to be a good matchup to watch, I think, there. Yeah, I mean, you see, you'll have, you know, Tyreek Hill. You know, I'm assuming he's he's going to see bracket coverage, or they're going to do that, or the the corner is going to do their best to funnel him um, to the safety um, on on most plays, try to take him out the game. But then, then all of a sudden, you got Travis Kelsey running around, you know, and all of a sudden the game's over. The, the game, it's, you know, you deep in like the third or fourth quarter, and he has like eight or nine catches, and he's got like a, a hundred plus yards and it's a touchdown or two, and you're just like, how did this happen? Um, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting how they're gonna find a way to both try to stop the the speed of those receivers, but at but at the same time not lose track of Travis Kelsey and give him um, free reign of the field because that those the, the speed of those receivers gives him a lot of room and a lot of space to work, which is what Andy Reid likes. Yeah, and then and then you can look at the angle from Andy Reid. I mean, this guy's uh, mm-hmm. over twenty years coaching, hasn't got hasn't got the Super Bowl. The only thing that's left on his resume, um, he has a lot of naysayers who say that he pulled under pressure um, when it comes to coaching in the big games. But hey, he could put all the rest at this moment right here. So I think mean, that's a good storyline too. Do you feel like he coached, that he that he tends to fall under pressure? That that's like fair assessment. Um. I wouldn't say necessarily full of the pressure. You know, he just has had those, those weird, uh, those weird. Uh, he doesn't. He doesn't use the. He doesn't use his timeouts all that well. His 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 clock management hasn't been the greatest. But it's one of those things where I feel like hindsight is twenty twenty. Hold on one second. Just gonna phone. Yeah, no problem. Um, but um, I think. I think with with this matchup, it's going to be interesting because you have two offensive-minded head coaches who are or more or less the primary play, uh, play callers for the team going head-to-head. Yeah. Um, it's going to be an interesting matchup to see. Um, Kyle Shanahan has had his, has had his fair share of uh, uh, mistakes in the past as well, so – Finally, somebody's going to get the monkey off their back. 
Yeah, man. Yeah, so a lot of a lot of interesting angles to look at this, at this at this game. Um, I, I think it should be a classic uh, for the most part. Yeah, uh, um, I, I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's gonna we're gonna see um, something that comes down to to the wire, um, and it'll probably be a bit more exciting than last year um, because there'll be some points scored and some highlights to watch for sure. Oh, yeah. Now, do you think that this can possibly end up possibly being a, like a, a shootout like the past versus the Eagles a couple of years ago? I don't think it'll get that crazy where, <laughs> where it's like they're damn near scoring on every down. Um, at the very least, I think the game is going to be somewhat slower compared to that game. Just at least on the 49ers side, I think they're going to, you know, they're going to have a healthy mix of, of run plays and pass plays and, you know, try to try to burn that clock. Um, so I'm kind of expecting this game to maybe hit the the the, the 30s, uh, but I wouldn't say we'll get any more than that. Yeah. Yeah, because I felt like if, if, if it's ever going to, like, come out like that, like a, like a, out, like a gunsling, then the, the game's going to be in KC's favor, certainly. Absolutely, absolutely. I think if if it's if it's if it gets to that that point, then the 49ers defense um, is basically completely completely failing and to be exhausted because the whole point of the cover three is to limit big plays to beat the to beat the cover three. What you want to do is you want to you want to go down the field in chunks because tech, that technically that's what they give you. So um, it shouldn't be a shootout. It should be something. Um, that's a little bit more methodical. Yeah, and then and then if, it, if it's like that, then you know Jimmy G will probably make a few mistakes, which would which was Kansas City will more than likely capitalize off of. Yeah, um, it's it's one of those things where I think um, Kyle Shanahan is going to do his best to, you know, again use misdirection to get the Chiefs defense maybe flowing in the wrong direction, and then create you know, create open looks for Jimmy G to to throw to. Um, and even though the Chiefs defense were able to um, to contain um, Derrick Henry uh, last uh, couple, couple of weeks ago, I, don't, I think this 49ers run game is a completely different animal because you're dealing with, uh, you know, two, two, two really good backs, um, three if you count. Um, um, all of them, but I guess one of one is that it had fumble issues. But uh, you, you're talking about a lot more team speed on offense um, compared to the Titans, so they're going to yeah. have a bit more to deal with. It's one of those things where when you're trying to contain that 49ers run game, if you take if you take the wrong step, um, that can be all uh, Raheem Morstead needs to to pick up that five yards or. Or whatever, um, or whatever the game's on 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 a tote. Um, it's gonna this, this is gonna be an interesting matchup. It should be good. Yeah, I mean you're right. Like the the Chiefs uh, did really do a good job of stopping Derrick Henry, who was on a, who was on a, like a, a complete tear. But again, like the running game of San Fran is a lot more complex than that of the Titans. Absolutely, you know they you know for once they they have Kittle and with Kittle. You don't know if you're gonna if he's going to be going out on for a route or um, blocking on one down, they, they will fall back that they use consistently. So uh, the, the 49ers offense is, 
is very complex and uh, a, a tough nut to crack um, schematically. It's just whether or not the Chiefs can uh, execute. Huh? Yeah, man. All right. Yeah. So, so since we both, I mean, you said already that you think the Chiefs are going to win. I, I'm, I'm picking the Chiefs to to win too. What, what do you have as a score? Um, right now I have it 35-31. Um, and the 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 Chiefs put them away. I think I feel like the Chiefs are going to get that. Um, you know that 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 four point lead where the Niners are going to have to try to score a touchdown to win the game, and they're just not going to be able to to do, have enough time to pull it off. Mm-hmm. Okay, and um, and obviously, yeah, Super Bowl MVP will, will be Mahomes, right? <laughs> oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Uh, we all we all know it's going to end up being them, and then. I hope, I kind of hope that the Chiefs lose because again, I want Nick Wright to take that L so bad, <laughs> so bad. But I feel like, um, I feel like the Chiefs are going to pull this one out. Patrick Mahomes is going to be the Super Bowl MVP, and we're gonna, have, I'm gonna have to listen for at least like two, three months of Patrick. Oh, is Patrick Mahomes the best QB of all time? It's like, oh god. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Do you see? Do you see like 300 yards in the forecast? Oh, I, I I would definitely say that three hundred yards for sure. Um, whether or not whether or not that it's easily done, or if it's you know it's a whole bunch of dropbacks, I definitely think we're looking at a three hundred yard multiple TD game for Patrick Mahomes. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm in the same way. I got the final score of KC thirty three. I'm going with the. Uh, San Fran with 20 points. I think it's going to be a close game in the first half. In the second half, in the third quarter, they're going to make some explosive plays on the Chiefs side and then gain a substantial lead with their eventually keep and win the game. And again, Patrick will be the uh, MVP of the Super Bowl. Throwing about, um, I'll, I'll go with, going with three TDs, 300 yards. Nah, this is it. No picks. Man, I hope Raheem Marston runs for like 200, 260. Has like four TDs. Jimmy G, you know, just has like 160 yards and a couple touchdowns or something. And then the 49ers pulled this out, man. Because I, I, I can't do it with Nick Wright, man. I need him to. I need him to take out him and Jason Whitlock too. Because Jason Whitlock, I think, is from from the area. I need Jason Whitlock to take that L too. Both of them. <laughs> yeah, I think he's in the Casey area. Um, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be crazy though. If, if the Chiefs do win the Super Bowl, the um, whether it's well, it, it probably will be over exaggerated about how he how he's gonna be the, the greatest quarterback of all time after winning one Super Bowl. I mean, but he would have a he would have a a good stepping stone if he pulls it off to get to that point. A good stepping stone. I'm not saying he's gonna get there because I don't know. I mean, I mean, it's it's Aaron Rodgers all over again. People were crowning Aaron Rodgers as like the king of the galaxy. <laughs> a few years ago, but it's like look at him now. So one Super Bowl, one Super Bowl ring, one Super Bowl appearance. Um, yeah. I definitely do think this is the start of a good run for the the Chiefs. Um, my the one caveat being um, Patrick Mahomes is about to get that new Damn contract, breath. and he basically has like is probably gonna get the. Can ask for a fully guaranteed contract. You could you get it. 
if he wanted one, and the Chiefs would have to give it. Um, they would. Um, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see how much he's making um, and how they're going to keep that team together because um, eventually it's going to get broken up by the salary cap. Yeah. Yeah, the, the benefits of having a, a rookie uh, quarterback on a rookie year deal is crazy. That's how it is. I mean, you you looked at the, the Seahawks. The Seahawks had their run when Russell Wilson was on his rookie deal. As soon as he got his money, you know, they fell back to earth. Yeah. That's how it always is. It's once, that, once that salary cap albatross uh, gets hung around the quarterback's neck, uh, it's a whole different deal. I don't. I don't see him being Tom Brady and just giving money back to keep the to keep the team together. I just, I just don't see that happening. Yeah, that's not happening. And in the case of Brady, he was doing that like when when, when his career was like later down the, the road in his career, not early at a stage where Pat Mahomes is right now. So Pat Mahomes would be a fool if he don't take all the money he can get. Absolutely, You're probably looking at damn near forty million a year. <laughs> Easily, yep. I think so. Yeah, it's crazy. So, what are you playing for the game? We're gonna watch it at. Uh, I'm just going to be at my parents' house, uh, keeping it low-key. Uh, I might drop by uh, a high school friend of mine's house just to uh, catch up with some friends real quick and then come back. But, uh, in Birmingham? Uh, um, in Fitchburg. Fitchburg. That's oh. where my parents live now. Um, okay. So, um, yeah, just keeping it low-key. My dad's birthday was a couple of days ago, so we're having some people over and then uh, maybe have a little celebration at the same time. All right, man, that's lit. That's lit. Um, yes, yeah, I'm probably going to stay home. My, my brother used to have a Super Bowl party every year, but he can't tell me anything about it yet. So I probably, I'm guessing he's not. So probably just at the crib low key, watch the game, order some pizza. Yeah. I, I, I usually, when, it, when if the Patriots aren't in it, I, I don't really do a big party or anything like that. But <laughs> which is which is just so crazy when you, when you consider like that, how things have gone for Patriots fans the past, like, 15 years or so, like how many Super Bowl games that we've actually been in. It's, it's wild. <laughs> yeah. Not, what, nine games? Yeah, man, we've been really, pretty spoiled. I, I just saw it on IG, on um, Patriots IG, today the anniversary of the, uh, the Super Bowl against the Panthers. That was crazy. Yeah, yeah, I remember I was in college for that one. I remember watching that one on, a, on like a tiny TV in the break room. <laughs> oh, right. the break room, like the, the common room on my floor. <laughs> Back in those days, BU didn't have cable. And then on top of that, like, you could barely get any, like, TV reception. So you're just sitting there fuddling with the antenna so you could try to watch the game. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was interesting. It was interesting for sure. Yeah, man. Well, yeah, it should be a, it should be a good one, man. Hope you have fun, whatever you do, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, man. Well, appreciate it, dog. Uh, we could talk. If you want to do a post-Super Bowl one on Monday, I'm, I'm free. I can do it. All right, okay. let me know. I'll be free. I'm, I'm definitely down. All right, man. You take care, man. Have a good weekend. All right, same to you. Thanks. All right. All right. Thanks to the homie Ease. As always, thank you to Anchor, and thank you guys for listening. And if you haven't already... Be sure to subscribe to the Mr. Vincent podcast as it is available on several platforms that does include Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. And if you haven't already, you can follow me on social media as well on Instagram and Twitter at Mr. Vincent13. 
And you can like my Facebook fan page as well, Emmanuel Vincent. Um, that's all the time we have for now. Um, hopefully, I can get a post Super Bowl um, podcast in, which will be available on Tuesday. Um, so if it is, be on the lookout for that. Um, yeah. So you guys have a blessed weekend. Enjoy the game. Drink responsibly. Take care. Till next time.